Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a culture and conversation podcast where you can detox from the world around you and get a window into how other people live their lives. Come detox with detox. I'm your host, Joe Shaw, and on today's episode, I have my good friend, Lara Whitley, on the show. She is the host of the fantastic true crime and spooky podcast, Hellbound, and we get into a lot of really cool conversations about everything spooky and true crime related and how her show has evolved and what her current focus is as far as social justice and really helping to educate and empower her listeners. Plus, uh, she gives me a tarot card reading, which is very exciting. So I hope you'll stick around for that and definitely go check out her show. Go subscribe right now, wherever you subscribe for podcasts. It's at Hellbound Pod on social media platforms and Hellbound Podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. I'll link to it in the show notes, but definitely go check it out. I'll be right back with Lara after this. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor of the show is Snuffy. Snuffy is a clothing brand empowering you to share your weird unapologetically with bravery and confidence for all. 10% of all proceeds go to support LGBTQ plus organizations of color. Definitely go check it out. The company is run by Nick Silvestri, who designed the Detox logos with the regular one and the Pride Month one. So if you like those logos, you want to go support Nick, go shop now at snuffy.co. That's snuffy, S-N-U-F-F-Y dot C-O. And now stick around for my conversation with Lara after this. Welcome back to the Detox Podcast. With me at this time is one of my favorite, no, my actual favorite host of <laughs> any true crime spooky related podcast wow, that there is, Lara Whitley. Lara, how are you doing today? Oh my gosh. Hi. I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic in so much as one can be in the middle of yeah. everything that's going on. I just Absolutely. like to put that qualifier on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that every time somebody asks me that, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm I'm doing okay, I guess. Like, aren't we all just like kind of on fire a little bit right now? I think so. <laughs> it's very stressful to exist as a human in this world and to be an empathetic human. Oof, yes, that's rough. Yes. Um, one of the previous guests who I was uh, very narcissistic and interviewed, someone named Joe Shaw, who is a visual artist because that's just <laughs> taking that. my ego to another level. But he had this uh, art uh, exhibit called Burn the Furniture to Heat the house and it's the it's a Billy Elliot reference um but I we were ruminating on that and I'm like I often feel right now that that's all that we're doing as a society (laughs) yes absolutely oh my gosh Billy Elliot wow I haven't thought about that in a minute right there's just a little bit of a (laughs) deep call um but uh so anyways I'm excited to dig into the episode today because it is spooky season um Halloween happy Halloween yes happy Halloween all Hallows Eve is rapidly approaching and uh I always have on my to-do list to have a spooky themed episode and then things don't always work out so I always try again next year but this time it worked out and so what we're gonna do is I'd love for you to kick us off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and the origins of Hellbound and how that came about and how it's kind of grown over the last, was it two years, one year? I forget. Um, Yeah, like a year and a half, okay. but like, what is time anyway? I, you know? Right? <laughs> it was yesterday, right? Or was it yeah, 10 I years ago? So. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, so um, my name's Lara Whitley. Um, it's just like Sarah, but with an L, if you have a hard time. But everybody, 
that I've ever known has called me Laura. Like people will literally email me with <laughs> it spelled Laura and I'm like, it's in my name. So anyway, long story short, I'm not offended by if you get my name wrong. Um, but yeah, so I post this podcast. Um, it's bi-weekly now, but it used to be um, every week. I'm hoping to maybe kind of um, do it weekly again, just kind of depending on how things are going, but it is called Hellbound. Um, I used to do it with my best friend, Sarah. Um, She is just like, she works two jobs and deals with like 8 million other things. So (laughs) she is taking a step back. Um, So now it's just kind of me and I'm, I'm really honestly enjoying it. I was very nervous to have it just be me. Um, And so I've had like my boyfriend Brandon's been on the podcast a couple times and then like um, some other friends I'm going to have on. So it's been really fun, kind of a new adventure doing it by myself. But um, yeah, I talk about um, this season in particular, I'm focusing on like social justice issues that are attached to cases. Right. Um, But previously and maybe in the future, kind of depending on what I'm thinking, um, I'm hoping to bring back some more like spooky supernatural elements to it um and just kind of do more like random cases in general i absolutely love that and one one thing i will give you as far as super super duper props so not just props but like super duper props is yeah is doing it solo can be i've heard quite a few different solo shows in my time and i'm sure you have as well and they are very tricky to navigate and they are difficult to find the right pace and tempo and you do a fantastic job of delivering everything that people have come to enjoy about the show, but in a singular format. So super duper props. I listened to one that changed and it was like a different, like a different show that changed to solo and it was very bad. And then they didn't stick around for like more than an extra month. So yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, no, it's, uh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I've been having kind of a, it's been, it's been fun. I feel like I've been learning a lot about myself. I think it also helps that I have really bad ADHD so I could talk for like hours at a time. (laughs) Um, But I'm really, really enjoying it, honestly. It's been, it's been super cool to watch kind of the evolution. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and I was listening back to his back catalog because I've found that my podcast uh, listening is now pretty much only my friends. And so I, <laughs> I've kind of weeded everything else out, but I go back and I listen to back catalogs of like Hellbound and the reality is and other shows. And I was listening and going, it's interesting to find some of those early episodes. It's like the, the core of what is the the core that's important is still there today, but it's like you can hear how the professionalism changes, how the quality changes, how the yeah. the the like. Um, I know for my show, way before it was like there was a lot of rabbit trails that seemed to go in nowhere, and so now it's like, all right, we can tell a little story as long as we tie it back into what we're talking about. So, what were some of the? Here's me tying it back around. What were some of the lessons that you learned early on, um, which empowered you to evolve the show? to the next iteration yeah so um one of the things I think that's super cool about podcasting in general is just that it is so accessible to everybody listeners and also um just like people who want to start a podcast like anybody could do it and it may not be the most high-tech thing but like even if you're just speaking into your microphone on your phone like everybody starts somewhere Uh um so it's been really interesting to see um just how much more I've learned um 
about like media in general, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, like I majored in journalism in college. And so I got like a little bit of that depending on and some classes, but I've really learned just like so much about audio editing and um, just like setup in general. It's really interesting to like take a look back at our first episodes and really just anybody's like first episodes. It's so cool to like see just how you can get in the flow of things and how the quality improves and stuff like that. I, I was going through, I was trying to find one of my favorite first couple of episodes and I, I unfortunately Apple podcasts have started like re reconfiguring, at least on the web browser, like how it listed. Yeah. Like my episodes are all like, it starts with like 85 and then goes to like 43. Yeah, and it I'm doesn't like, make it's so any weird. sense to me. I don't. So, so that was all nothing, but I will say I've been, I just did finish the assassination of Abraham Lincoln and that was so, oh. <laughs> so like I've, I started at the beginning and then there was a bit of a break and then I've caught the most recent one. So I'm like yeah. working my way back through the middle. And what I absolutely loved about love about the episodes in general for if people are listening and they're interested about checking them out is there's this fun balance of um, humor, comedy, fun asides that tie back into the overarching message. So like you had several references to National Treasure 2, which I absolutely love. <laughs> love National Treasure. I love so. National Treasure. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> so good. And only Nicolas Cage could pull it off. Like seriously. I know. No, no one else. It's honestly so good. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's interesting to me because I, I find myself wanting to do extra research and and learn more about these topics. And I think you're we're so oversaturated in a podcast market right now, especially in like the true crime and, and spookiness yeah, category absolutely. that you have to find a way to stand out. And I think I think you have truly found your voice about like what makes you stand out and unique. And for a while it was, you know, we're gonna we're gonna draw from a from a hat and find the different yeah, topics. which was your idea oh, yeah. by the way <laughs> <laughs> i i just thought it was something that would be fun to make it stand out but then now like having the different themes about we're still going to be covering true crime but it's going to be through the lens of social justice and empowerment and trying yeah. to impact the world that's cool because you do see a lot of these kind of true crime shows bounce around or have it like okay this is Women's History Month, so we're going to do, or March, not October, but March is Women's History Month, so we're going to focus yeah. on cases um, about and focus on empowering women, which is absolutely great. But I love the idea of like, we're going to kind of broker these episodes up into seasons, and I'm going to tell you what it is. And so you can kind of get mentally prepared and really have a call to action at the end of each episode. And I think yeah. that's what ties it into the broader community at large. So I'd love to know what was your driving force and, and motivation towards wanting to kind of evolve the show and, and approach it in this particular way. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so You're much. Welcome. You're so kind. Um, this is just like such a good ego boost for yes, me today. Right. Um, <laughs> so I think I, Sarah and I, um, from the very beginning, were never shy about hiding our political views, sure. our personal identities, anything like that. That's something that like, I was like, I don't know if I want to do it or not, but I hit a point where I was like, I just really want to be unapologetically me. Yeah. And I think podcasting has helped so much with that because it has just really made me comfortable with like speaking my truth and knowing that not everybody's going to agree with it. It's not going to be everybody's thing and that's okay. Right. Um, and so then kind of what I started to like when Sarah came to me, I think it was like May, just like 
everything was going crazy. Yeah. She came to me and was like, I think I need to take a step back. I was like, you know what? That's probably a good idea. I'll like take some time away too, kind of think about like where this is going, what I want to do and such. And this was all at the same time as like George Floyd's death and um, just when all of the major protesting started happening and just like this really big like cultural shift um, wasn't even I mean it had been around for a very long time it had been in the making but I felt like it was a boiling point that had been hit agreed and I started just seeing people that like I looked at that had platforms and saying like what are you going to do with this? Because you have a voice and because people listen to you, are you going to do something? And then I started kind of applying that to myself. And I was like, well, I, you know, wish I had $100,000 to donate and um, could go to protest all the time and just do all these things. But this is kind of like my way to help and like kind of my way to push some topics forward and just have like important conversations with yes. people. Yes. And it's, you know, there's so what, what's interesting to me too, is there's been, there's been several cases um, like I believe uh, Sandra Bland, the first one that you did mm-hmm. in the new format, right? That was a story I was not familiar with at all. And it was very, it was great to hear something I wasn't familiar with Um which gave me a unique perspective on the privileges that I have and thinking about how can I take what I have and you and use it to open up opportunities for others. And then uh, one of the biggest things I always say, because folks do come to me and ask me like, how can like other folks that look like me and say like, how can I be a better or a more active ally? And I said, you're getting invited to the spaces and the opportunities all the time that you're not aware of it. So when you get invited to share your opinion at a corporate meeting, or you get invited to speak, make sure that you're holding open the door and, and finding people that can come into the room with you that have different perspectives from yours and then introducing them. So that way, even if they're sitting there and listening, they're getting the exposure and then the next time those folks that ask you to speak are also thinking about the other people you brought with you and then maybe they're going to them to ask for their opinion on consulting on whatever it is whether it's marketing yeah. communications etc and then I also love uh, like for instance the Matthew Shepard episode because of the fact that was something I was very intimately familiar with theater yeah. theater undergrad bachelor's degree so I mean it's not like you know I'm a stranger to the Laramie Project or any of those types of, of um, shows and perspectives but getting to hear about it again I think especially with everything that's going on right now and you yeah. seeing you know regulations um, or measures trying to be rolled back etc or in some cases the social work actually being rolled back um, in the LGBTQ plus community you yeah you see it makes it more prevalent to really come up top of mind, especially when we're in such an uncertain time. It's nice to have these stories, whether new or familiar, brought back up to our forefront so we as a society and a listenership can use that to inform our decisions to try and make a more inclusive world. Absolutely. And and I that was one too that I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this because I feel like everybody knows about it. But then when I was researching it, I like think I'd I just didn't realize how truly like influential that was um and yeah so I don't know I'm just really 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 happy that he did that and I am excited I'm planning on so November is uh kind of the sorry I cannot speak let me restart that sentence (laughs) (laughs) in November is the week of like uh oh my god what is wrong with me let me just (laughs) 
<laughs> it's Freaky Friday. It's okay. Well, it's not it, really. Exactly. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Trans Day of Remembrance is in November, is yes. what I've been trying to say. Yes. And so I'm planning on covering um, Marsha P. Johnson. And then yes. also, like, last year in Dallas, I'm sure you remember, and still continuing, there was, like, an epidemic of, like, black trans women that were murdered. Yes. Yes. And for, like, a minute, nobody was sure if it was a serial killer or not. I think they were just separated, isolated um, incidents part of a bigger issue, obviously, that trans people of color are just like murdered at ex- exponentially higher yes, rates. Absolutely. Um, but so I'm, I'm really excited to kind of dive into those topics and talk about them too. Um, and, you know, talk about them in the best way I can from the perspective of a cis white woman. <laughs> so <Of course>. right. <laughs> it's hard, but, you know. It's. It's these moments where we realize, though, that people are coming to us to hear perspectives. And it would, it's yeah. so easy. It's so easy to, to do what white people have always done. And that is ignore yes. the problems at large and just talk about fun, cool things that we did over the weekend. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it takes a lot of guts to, to really stand up and go, no, like, I'm going to talk about this. And I'm not just going to talk about it like... I got to be careful how I frame this. Um, I don't want, I, how did I say it the other day? I don't want to be the white person that is yelling and saying, Hey, you other white people, like you're terrible. You're awful as a society. Like I, like that's understood. What I want to do is say, Hey, people that are coming to listen, we need to do better. And this is how we can do it. And here's the resources. Let me step away and let you go, go help other folks instead of just follow me I want you to listen for a second and then like okay we've regrouped go out into the world let's do better things absolutely and I think that it just goes to show that like you should always be trying to learn and grow and better yourself and like be a better ally to communities that you aren't a part of and just be a good better human it's like I I, did you watch the good place yes oh Thank God. It I thought you, I, so, it's like right up your alley. It's uh, so good. I mean, having, so just a quick aside. So I okay. graduated with my undergrad at a small college, uh, Christian university, Howard Payne University, double majored in theater and theology. And then now do not consider myself a very religious person and very spiritual as, as an individual. And I believe that there's a lot of other workings and I want to be in tune with nature, all that great stuff. Um, but, but that being said, studying all of the different philosophy and religious texts and theories and perspectives and then having someone create this show that's like based in all of these different ways of thinking and feeling and then like using it to inform the structure while also having like amazing actors and and comedy was oh that was like they I felt like they were speaking to me it was it was food for my soul it was, and the the fourth season just ties it all together, and it oh. just, I feel like more than any show, that show has impacted how I am as a person. Yes. Oh. I forget what we were saying. We just got into a diatribe about the good I life. know, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were talking about, um, I, now I can't even remember. No, either. here we it is. We were, talking about... About, we were talking about ways in which to, um, to use to empower change in others by by being better allies to other communities. Yes, and exactly. and and that's and then we started talking about the good place. So we got <laughs> sorry for the sidebar. No, but, See, I told you I have ADHD. No, it's all good. But I was trying to find the name and I cannot. And that's a it's a flaw of of mine that I'm not able to necessarily multitask while I'm recording. I have to do a lot of <laughs> research pre ahead. But when there was all the protests going on with George Floyd out, I mean, um, understandably and everything going on, there was also a black trans man that died 
during that same period of time that was barely acknowledged. And, and so to your point about wanting to highlight trans women of color, trans individuals of color, they're killed at a exponentially higher rate than, Oh, a hundred percent than other individuals within the community. And, and it's, there's a lot of deep seated, um, prejudices there. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's a lot culturally that I can't even begin to understand because that's not a culture that I came from, meaning the, the, the black culture, African-American culture. Right. And so, and so to your point, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear thrilled, not necessarily being the best choice of words. I'm, I'm encouraged to hear that this is the next several episodes that you're going to be targeting and yeah. and researching because it it it's stories that deserve to be told and I don't necessarily know that they've been told as as comprehensively as they should have been when they were initially reported. Yeah. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it and I am I'm really having a blast, so I'm excited to to keep working on it. What has been uh, I'm going to use this opportunity to pivot just slightly and sure. go what has been um Two questions. Let's say, first of sure. all, what would be, I'd love to know what was the most surprising uh, subject, topic, case that you researched um, that you found was a lot more enjoyable than you probably originally thought would be? Okay. And, and then also, what are something, what is a case or a topic or a person that you knew a lot of that you were interested that you found out even more throughout the course of researching? So something new and something more familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Great questions. Um Surprisingly, my favorite episode I have ever researched for the show was Flat Earth. It was so entertaining. <laughs> I had such a blast. It was so much fun. Oh my god. It was just like I got in the the week we recorded it, it was just so goofy. Like we just got to like laugh the whole time. So it was like a nice break from, you know, kind of the harsh reality that is sure. often true crime. Right. Um, because we just got to be silly and like talk about crazy people for a little bit um yeah exactly (laughs) um but also i think one of my favorite episodes i've ever done and it's the one that recently went viral on tiktok which is like a whole nother thing that's crazy um is my episode on princess diana oh yeah i am so fascinated by her death and all the crazy stuff that's behind it and also just who she was as a person because i absolutely adore her um, so that was one of my favorites. And then as far as something I thought I knew a lot about, um, but in reality really didn't was, um, I learned a lot during my research for the Salem witch trials. Oh yeah. And that was something that I knew I had probably been taught wrong in school because like, you know, that's the same school system that taught me that Christopher Columbus was a good person <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> but I just really didn't realize how much I didn't know and how drastic it was. And I didn't even realize that like the Salem witch trials were an isolated incident that was far long after the um, European witch trials. So that was a really interesting one. Every single time I think about the Salem witch trials, I just think of, Oh my God, I forgot the play, the crucible. Oh, there we go. Oh, the crucible. Yeah. (laughs) I, the funniest thing about that to me is that they were most likely their rye bread. Like the wheat that they grew it with was poisoned by a fungus oh, that right. has yes, the yes, same yes. chemicals as LSD. Right. Yes. So they were probably just tripping. <laughs> I think Honest, it's hilarious. There's so many situations where you think about 
crazy happenings or unexplained illness or whatever. And then when you think about like, let's, let's consider the context of when these people were living and what was going on, then you start extrapolating, oh, this is most likely what was going on and that yeah, there wasn't anything exactly. supernatural. Ugh. It's You're like, like, they just didn't know science at the time. Right. <laughs> but let's let's actually talk about, since you brought it up, let's talk about yeah. TikTok because I am quite old and I <laughs> am aware of its existence and I see it, but I do not interact with it. I don't even have it. So I'd love you to break down the desire to take the podcast in that route and just yeah, I'll just let you guide that uh, narrative sure, because I'm not yeah. even sure exactly how to accurately capture what I'm curious to know. So. <laughs> of course, yeah. So honestly, I didn't get a TikTok, like a personal one, until March because I was like, it's just that stupid website where like 15-year-olds dance mm -hmm. and then like millions of people. I don't get it. Um, but what the good thing about TikTok is, and I think it's super unique, is that the algorithm is so catered to what you like and what you interact with that your feed is so personalized and there's so many different like rabbit holes and kind of like sides of TikTok that you can go down. Um, so I kind of started getting into like true crime TikTok through like my personal account and was like, oh, this would be fun. Um, but I just never really, I don't know why, I just never really thought about doing it. Um, and then my, one of my good friends, she used to be our editor. Um, she hosts the podcast Three Spooked Girls. Her name's Tara. She posted um, and made a couple TikToks and hers are also blowing up too. And they were so fun to watch. And I was like, well, it's like, I want to do that. That sounds fun. Um, and so I like talked to her about it and she was like, you should definitely do it. It's a great idea. So I ended up posting um, a couple videos, I think, about the JFK assassination and then one about Scientology and then a couple about Princess Diana um, death. And it just like, kind of spiraled out from there. Like it got super, super crazy. Um, I got like a little over 20,000 followers in a week, which is like kind of crazy. But right. it was really nice <laughs> because my downloads like skyrocketed. Um, all of a sudden I was in like the top 100 for true crime on iTunes. It was right. just like a really, really like crazy week. But it was very nice and I felt like I am at a place in my life where I'm like giving a lot over to the universe and just saying yes. like, you know what, we're going to like let it work out how it's supposed to work out right. and it's going well now. So yeah. and I can't say that for the rest of like sure. previous of this year. So this year sucked, <laughs> but like now I'm great. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's super fun. Now I have like all of these new listeners and I've met so many cool people with interesting stories through TikTok. Um, I'm talking to some like ex-Scientologists and ex-cult oh, wow. members. Yeah, very exciting. I'm hoping that they feel comfortable enough to share their story. But obviously, if not, that's totally understandable. Course, right. Um, but yeah, so it, I think I think it'll be interesting to kind of see where it goes from here. I'm excited. I will definitely hit you up because I want to start one for my podcast and yes. possibly even my after the encore one. There's a lot of boy band fans and I just finished the boy band season. So oh my gosh, yes. And I and I, you like interview the coolest people on that show well, too. Thank it you. is so fascinating to me. It's uh, And I feel like oh sorry. No, I was just going to say it came from giving a lot to the universe. I tried a lot and then I finally just let it go and then it started it started happening. So I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what you have to do. And it's been interesting to see, because I remember when you first told me that you were making that, um, which wasn't too long ago, but mm -hmm. it, it was a minute ago, yeah. right? Like last year? Yeah, okay. it was about, it was last I, summer, yeah. 
Okay. Wow. That feels like 84 years ago. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but it's just an interesting to see how that's kind of grown because I know that was like a big passion project mm-hmm. of yours. Yeah. And something that had been kind of a culmination of like all of your years in podcasting. So it's been right. really excited to see all that's been happening with it. I, I was having this conversation with someone the other day and I was like, if you, if I could go back in time and tell 13 year old Joe, like, Hey, Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You're going to get to meet these members of these groups that you love, like NC and <laughs> Town, et cetera. Yeah. And not only just like get to meet them, but like interview them as a peer and do a deep yeah. dive on their career and then have them like hit you up and say, that was awesome. I love it. Let me know next time you want me on the show like I wouldn't have believed me I thought I would I thought I would have been on LSD and would have like been very weirded out (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for the kind words I appreciate it of course yeah okay so now I know that you and I talked about um a reading or tarot cards yeah so I have my tarot okay so I don't actually know how any of this works but I'm very excited and thought it'd be a fun thing to do Okay, yeah, and I I do want to say like I'm fairly novice, but the good thing is is tarot's really easy and there's nice. not a lot to it. So I was thinking we would just do like a three card spread today because Perfect. they're pretty good for like daily readings, um, and they can like mean different things. Nice. So the tarot set that I have is actually kind of interesting. It's Ooh. the it's the Salvador Dali tarot <gasps> set. I love that you've got a beautiful picture of that artwork. So I'll make sure and link to it in the yeah. show notes. Yes. It's amazing. Um, I, this was a gift from one of my old coworkers. It was one of the best gifts I've ever gotten from such a horrible workplace. But <laughs> I am very thankful for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's super cool. And it comes with like a book too that can show you all, what all the cards are and stuff. Oh, perfect. I absolutely love that. And this is something that I've always wanted to have done. I've always wanted to do this, but never had the opportunity to. So I'm very excited. Yeah. I am super excited too. Um, hang on. I'm going to shuffle. So oh, yeah. no, no worries. No worries. I'll just keep paying compliments to the show. <laughs> so one of the things that I still have on my bucket list to do is obviously come on Hellbound. Um, uh, duh. Yes. Right? So, but one of the, so hopefully like more than once, obviously, but definitely one of the ones I want to come on for is for, to cover H.H. Holmes, who is the yes. serial killer at the Chicago World's Fair. And oh my God, I have this book. If you haven't picked it up, um, anybody that's listening, The Devil in the White City, which yes. details his story and then concurrently with one of, I think it was the main architect for the Chicago World's Fair as well. So it's giving you two concurrent stories, chapter by chapter. And it's it's talking about how this was such an amazing thing for Chicago to host the World's Fair and all of the various intricacies from an art architectural architectural easy for me to say from an architect standpoint to construct it and it was fantastic but then in addition because that was created it invited it fostered an environment where hh holmes was able to thrive and create his quote-unquote murder hotel and he was not caught so spoiler alert like he was caught eventually but (laughs) aren't they all really um (laughs) He was caught because they there's some things that you can't dissolve in acid, and that was his like modus operandi of how he liked to get rid of people. And there was, I believe, bits of teeth and um, something else that didn't dissolve. Um, and and then a detective that was just on him uh, found it, and then used like worked back from that little bit of evidence to find uh, examples and evidence of other other people he had gotten rid of, and and he eventually confessed to like a, a large number that they couldn't find any evidence that he had killed, but they just had to take his word for it because 
of course he would probably, he probably know. Do, yeah. So yeah. it was crazy. Crazy, crazy. Ugh. Anyways, there's just a little tease. I so. know. I would love, love, love for you to come and talk about that because I know the basics of um, H.H. Holmes. I almost said O.J. Holmes because I'm covering O.J. Simpson right now. <laughs> I was right, like, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, um, right? No. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I would love to talk about that with you. Yes. And I actually did because you're up in that area. Have you ever been to Goatman's Bridge? No. Okay, I want to go sometime when things get a little bit better. Yes. Um, because it's Brandon, my boyfriend, actually used to live like down the street from it. But do you know the story behind it at all? Mm-mm. Okay, it's very interesting, but very brief uh, like synopsis of it, I guess, is it was this like black man that was uh, like a goat farmer, I believe, that lived in Denton at the time. And he and his family were basically like murdered and like, lynched and thrown over the side of that oh bridge God. wow um yeah by like all the other people in town that were like obviously white and racist right it was denton yes. you know in the yeah. 19 something right um but so yeah it said that he haunts that bridge and so i've always wanted to go there and do like a live recording so oh, if you ever would... want to go there yes. i think that'd be so fun i'm in i'm all in okay Done. love it <laughs> Okay, so I have it all set up. I did okay. a, um, and I'll take a picture of it too, so you can like. Oh, perfect. Have I'll send it to you. You can have it if you want it. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. Sorry. No, you are all good. And do 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 do. Um, yes. I was gonna say something else, and I totally forgot, so I just scattered a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So the one that I'm doing for you today is, um, yeah, they're literally just like three cards in a row um, horizontally. And the first one, which is on the left side, um, since you can't see it, I'm like trying to it's describe okay. no, it as no, no, I, like I can. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, that one is going to be you. And then the middle one is going to be your path. And then the right one is going to be your potential. Okay. So I'll start with the one that's you. Okay, so you got, I think this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, this is the ten of swords, Ooh, I think is what it okay. is. Let, I have it in the book, and then I'll tell you what it means. Okay, okay. I like it so far. It might take me just a second to find it. No, answer. you're all good. <laughs> I just, if anybody, so quick aside, speaking of swords, mm-hmm. I just finished reading. I'm a huge Michael Crichton fan. I really enjoy mm-hmm. his mixture of sci-fi and fiction and RIP. He's not uh, here anymore, but he wrote Jurassic Park and all that great stuff. Oh, yeah. And so I just finished a book of his called Timeline, which was a terrible Paul Walker movie in 2003, starring Gerard <laughs> Butler of all people. But Weird. the book is fantastic. It's about these scientists who go back in time to the, I think, 14th century uh, medieval France. And there's lots of knights. There's lots of violence. There's lots of bloodshed. Um, uh, so and lots of like quantum mechanic discussion, which is really cool. <laughs> if you can, if you can like have scientific discussion around quantum mechanics and time travel and like nights and stuff, like I'm, I'm in. Like that's I love that. So, anyways, see, I was I was not good at science in high school, <laughs> so all of that hurts my brain a little bit. But it's very interesting to me. Right. Um, I work for two astronomers now, and so I'm like, I I really hope they don't listen to my flat Earth episode <laughs> and think that I don't believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag flat earth forever. No, I'm kidding. I know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's funny. Okay. So yeah, it is the 10 of swords. Um, so this, um, I'm trying to see if it has like a good, I'll give you the practical advice. Okay, sure. So this says strengthen your mental alertness, treat thoughts, definitions, and decisions with care, 
clear the air and take a deep breath. Be aware of suspicious and harmful actions. Open up to the flow of life. Ooh, I love Similar it. Similar to what we were talking about. I know. Before. That's pretty much right on point. I love that. Okay, so then you have the Queen of Cups for your path. Okay, Queen of Cups? Yes. Okay. And then this one, the practical advice on it says, and I, I wish that like I had them memorized so I could no. give you just like this represents good. this it's and good. this. <laughs> But I, I don't, unfortunately. It's all good. Um, but it says, take a walk along a river or lake, meditate near the water, embellish yourself and your surroundings, show Ooh. the beauty and costliness of your feelings, open up your heart. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm doing that. I'm starting to do that right now. So I will just continue down that path. That. So there we go. Nice. That is what you're supposed to do. Okay. And then you got another swords one for your potential. And it's Ooh. the four of swords. Four of swords. Okay. And let's see. Okay, so this one says, <laughs> this is funny, you've got some tough nuts to crack with an explanation point, <laughs> but you will be able to resolve major contradictions and master complicated issues. Relax both inwardly and outwardly by letting go of negative thoughts. In order for your mind to concentrate on the task at hand, you must relax. All new, or sorry, not all, <laughs> a new dimension and a life beyond your expectations await you. <gasps> okay, good. Like That's this is nice. oh my god! There was so many amazing like potential movements that happened like this week alone that wow. I was really ruminating on like ooh I don't know how I'm gonna navigate these these waters and should I should I work through it or should I just kind of like go with the flow and oh okay so this is boom right on all the way through <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah honestly it's a nice um it's a nice thing and I think a lot of people think that um, there's like negative cards in it or it can like t- it's like you know it's funny I was showing. Uh, Brandon Harry Potter the other day and we were watching the one where she's like the Grim. Oh right. I think that's what people think tarot is. But Look at it's, the cup. Look at it's the cup. all positive. Yeah. It can just mean like, you know, like time to let go of something, move on to something else. But right. yeah. Yours was yours was great overall. Yes. yes. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Thank you so much. No, before as we're starting to pivot into the last little bit of the episode, one thing that I want to start doing is because I'm trying to encourage and empower people to uh, I've heard the phrase change up your diet, diversify your bookshelf, et cetera, et cetera. So really just encourage people to consume books and media that is different than what they're currently being exposed to. So I'd love to know what are you currently reading and who are you currently listening to? Love that. Um, so I have this book called uh, Not All Feminists Wear Pink, I think Ooh. it is. Um or either that or all feminists wear pink, something like that. But it is by Scarlett Curtis and it came out a couple years ago and it is a collection of essays written by like all kinds of different women. A lot of them are either influential people or celebrities of some sort. Um, And then they all just kind of write about what feminism and what being like a woman means to them. So highly recommend that. It is so fascinating, very interesting. Um, there's also a good small, small book that I got that was adapted from a TED talk. Um, I wish I could remember her name, but it's called, we should all be feminist. And it's this like amazing speaker, um, this like African woman who is, um, basically she gave this TED talk that was, I think titled the same thing if you want to look it up, but, um, then she adapted it into a book as well. And she has a couple others. So they're very small, easy reads. Definitely recommend those. Um, and then listening as far, do you mean like podcast or music? Either way. I, I left it intentionally okay. open for interpretation. 
Okay, love it. Well, music is always Kate C. Musgraves. We all know that. Right. Um, <laughs> I love her so much. But uh, as far as podcasts, I really started listening to um, Kim Goldman's podcast called okay. Confronting O.J. Simpson. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, she's Ron's sister. And this came out like last year. So like this is not news by any means. But uh, I, for whatever reason, just kind of started listening to it. And it was so good. And she interviews a lot of really interesting people that had to do with the case and that new Ron and um, new Nicole, and it's just very, very good series. So definitely recommend nice. that. Love that. Absolutely love that. And I intentionally didn't say watching because I think we're all like over, like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of overwatched. I'm ugh, easy for me to say. I'm watched out. Like I've got a lot of things yeah. I'm watching and I'm enjoying, but I'm finding it hard to like watch. But I, I find that I'm giving, I feel like I'm giving my brain an, in, an intellectual break by, by reading, by actively reading different different yeah. books and um, by listening to good conversations or good music it's helping to stimulate so that's that's just what I'm doing um, so, I love that so what I'm currently reading it is a little bit of homework for this podcast but it is this book called Unprecedented it is Ooh. a YA focused book um, on Donald Trump and his hint family history and his backstory and how he came to be president and it's unprecedented because he's unprecedented but he's unprecedented because obviously so it's written by uh, Martha Brocken Brow I believe is how she pronounced her last name I'll know for sure when she's on the I podcast and it's I was I was texting a friend a different friend the other day and a different friend because you you were also a friend um, and. I was saying, you know, I'm a little disgusted at how engrossed I am in the book, but it's less about like, I'm not, I don't care about him as an, as an individual in that, in that way. Like you would normally read a biography about somebody, yeah. but it's more of, I assumed he is an individual came on the scene and just like decided this one day and just has been a horrible person for the last like four or five years. But yeah, but this charts how like, because as we know, as as far as like having previously been a child and then also having children myself and you working with children is that these behaviors are not born. Like you're taught different no. behaviors yes. through experiences and situations and being able to chart how like he was and his dad and his grandfather and seeing how the groundwork was laid for him to get all the way where he is. That is what's fascinating to me. And I think it's yeah. a good lesson to like, this is what we need to look out for, like in our society and in people we work with and and it's a good like reminder of how we can be better. So that's what I'm currently reading. I um, love that. And then Martha will be on the show in a couple of weeks. I'm actually interviewing wow. her the day before the day before election day to talk about it, but it will release later in November. So it's a little trippy that that's when we're talking. Um, and then what I'm listening to, so I'm listening to Nate Cole's music. He's fantastic. He used to be in the group Plus One. He was on After the Encore. So I love his music. Oh, I He's, love that. Yeah. His latest album was called Texas or TX. Um, so it's really trippy and good. And he's based out of LA. Um, but podcast wise, I'm listening to it's I'm all consumed with politics for better or worse. And so Oh, of course. Listening to a show called Hacks on Tap, which is David Axelrod, who was Obama's uh, chief of staff or campaign manager, I think campaign mm. manager, and Mike Murphy, who used to be the campaign manager for several Republicans, most notably John McCain, I believe. And so what they're doing is they're both united in a uh, anti-Trump uh, uh, perspective, but they bring very different opinions of how to get the job done. And what I enjoy is I feel like that's how pl politics should work as far as you both agree that a universal truth needs to occur, but you have different ways of approaching it. And then you get together yeah. and you, you discuss how, how that would work. That's, that's yeah. what I appreciate. And I feel like it's a glimpse into like what we could do with maybe even arguably more than just two parties and like have lots of different perspectives in. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that's the way it should be. Yes. So I love that. Check that out. Um, Very fi- interesting. Yeah. So final segment real quick is the dad joke of the week. So it's a segment okay, where I curl jokes at my unsuspecting guest in an attempt <laughs> okay. to laugh while the audience groans. But I can't hear the audience. I can only hear my guest. So it works out. Um, but I do like to put my guest on the spot. Lara, do you have any jokes you would like to offer up first? Oh my God, I don't think so. But to be fair, I've never been much of a comedy person. The reason why I'm funny is because I'm just ridiculous. (laughs) All good. I've got some uh, really, really super great Halloween themed jokes. Amazing. Oh, yay. I I, should have put my great in air quotes because these are dad jokes. So, Uh, Lara, why don't skeletons ever go trick or treating? (laughs) Why? I don't know. Because they have no body. To go with. Nobody. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> um, oh, let me see. Oh, here we go. Uh, Lara, what do ghosts give out to trick-or-treaters? Ghosts. Hmm. I don't know. What do they give out? Booberries. 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 Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Last one. Uh, no, I don't like this one. I'm going to do my own. Okay, so last okay. one. There. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Oh, don't cry about it. It's just a joke. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. That was terrible. That was terrible. But these were no, worse. So it. there we go. All right. So Larry, <laughs> if people want to follow you and see what you're up to, what's the best way for them to do that? Yes. So you can look up Hellbound Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Um, we, I say we, me, I guess. <laughs> um, I have an Instagram, which is Hellbound Pod. Um, my personal Instagram is Hips and Queso, like chips and queso, but hips. Um, and then we also have a TikTok, which is just Hellbound Pod again. So definitely check us out. Um, I think Facebook is Hellbound Podcast, but it's just like a page you like. So right. yeah. I come come join the, the fam of Will Hellions, as yes. we say. <laughs> I absolutely love that. We do need a hashtag for this episode show. I was going to go with hashtag hellbound, but we can do a hashtag hellbound pod. What would you like? Uh, either one is totally fine with me. All right, let's do hashtag hellbound and love make it. people very confused. All right, well, Lara, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. It's such a blast. And I'm very excited for you to come talk to me about more spooky, creepy, bad things. Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, listeners, I'll be back next week with another great episode. But until then, hashtag hellbound and hashtag be a better dad. If you know of an interesting person or story that needs to be told, please reach out to me at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Detox Podcast, or visit DetoxPodcast.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps us out. Link is in the show notes. Finally, thanks for listening. Please come back next week when we'll have another interesting conversation. And special thanks to my producers, Ben Lawant and Galan Aldaco. Without your help and support, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.